0: Stories reveal the heart of God for sinners, like the triplet of parables found in Luke 15. With the parables of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son, we see God's heart to bring sinners home to Himself. And to demonstrate His great love for sinners, God gave up His Son, Jesus Christ, so that you and I could become His sons and daughters by faith. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study Luke 15.
1: No one has ever been more effective at telling a story to send home a message than the Lord Jesus Christ was. In fact, uh, the people that heard him would say, never a man spake like this man. There was authority in the words of Jesus, and at the same time, there was a beautiful simplicity and clarity. Uh, the, The simplest people in the crowd, the most uneducated people in the multitude could understand what he was saying. And then on the other end, Uh, the most educated, the most well-thought-of people in the crowd were being instructed, were being given wisdom that they had not yet understood. Only Jesus could do that. We've returned today to Luke chapter 15 to one of our Lord's most famous parables. Of all the stories he told, uh, the story of the lost, the parable of the lost sheep and the lost coin and the lost son is recorded for us in Luke chapter number 15. Now, uh, the most famous part of that, of course, is the prodigal son. I'll show you by the time we get to the end of the chapter, there actually were two of them. There was one boy lost in the far country and another one lost at home. So the, the whole chapter is really not about this prodigal son. It is about the fact that all people are lost without God and that Jesus Christ has come to bring us home. We laid the foundation in the opening verses of Luke 15, so let's dive into the opening words of Jesus. Beginning in Luke chapter 15 and verse number 3, the Bible says, And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing, And when he cometh home, you should mark that in your Bible and mark that in your thinking. I love this. There's the word, when he cometh home. In the previous two verses, the sheep had been lost and now had been found. This is the original lost and found. This is the eternal lost and found. Lost, now found, and when found, where is that sheep brought? He is brought home. When he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. There is no joy like the joy the gospel brings. There is no joy like the joy of sins forgiven. No joy like seeing a sinner come home. And so the first part of our Lord's story is the shepherd and the sheep. Now, for the crowd he was speaking to, this was something that was was everyday uh, knowledge. This was a picture they saw at every turn. The nomadic shepherd out in the fields with his sheep, moving the flock from place to place and at times carrying one of those sheep on his shoulders. So Jesus begins with a picture, a picture that has a powerful truth. They're looking in their minds, maybe even with their eyes at this moment, at shepherds and sheep. And what is Jesus revealing to them? He is revealing to them their lost condition and the work of the good shepherd. First of all, there's an Old Testament picture in this. Because in the Old Testament, we are introduced to shepherds and we are introduced to sheep as rebel creatures that in their ignorance wander away and just do their own thing. You'll remember that David, their most famous king, had been a shepherd and that God had worked in David's heart to teach him something about forgiveness and reconciliation. I wish I had time to take you to 2 Samuel chapter 14 and show you how He forgave even Absalom and uh, brought him home, brought him near, uh, what God was teaching his servant through all of this. I'm thinking about the words of Abraham Lincoln at the end of the Civil War. And someone asked him, "How how will you treat the rebels? How will you treat the Confederates? And they said, Lincoln, very calmly and quietly responded, I will treat them like they have never been away. You know what that is? That's forgiveness. That's what Jesus does with us. He, he treats us as if we were never even sinners to start with. Uh, but he's drawing here in Luke 15 with this picture of the wandering sheep from an Old Testament picture found in Isaiah 53 where the Bible says in verse 6, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. So we are all that sheep. Who is that sheep? I am. You are. Uh, This is the Old Testament picture. Then there's the New Testament parable. And remember, the parable has some heavenly meaning. This is not just a story for entertainment value. Uh, The Lord's teaching. And what is he teaching? Several things. First of all, he's teaching us that we are all lost. We're all wandering, separated, hopeless, alone, can't get back home on our own. Not a one of us can get to heaven on our own. Do you really think that imperfect people can go to a perfect God and a perfect place through their own merit? No, no, we are all lost. Not only are we all lost, I love this, we are all loved. Oh, these these ancient shepherds, they loved every single one of their sheep and they would lay down their life uh, to protect the sheep. And what did our good shepherd do for us? He loved us. He laid down his life for us. We're lost through our own fault, but we're saved by divine initiative. In other words, it's our fault we're separated from God. It's our sin. What does the Lord do? He comes after us. He seeks us. He finds us. He lifts us up. He rejoices over us. He brings us home. That's glorious, isn't it? Use your sanctified imagination for a minute. Can you see the shepherd with a sheep on his shoulders? Born up by the strength of the shepherd, carried along by the shepherd. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. Uh, we're on the shepherd's shoulders. At Calvary, we were on the shepherd's shoulders. He bore our griefs. He carried our sorrows. He carried our sin to the cross. So at Calvary, we were on his shoulders. At this moment, at the throne, we are on his shoulders. He's bearing us up to the Father. He's carrying our petitions and intercessions Before the throne of grace at this very moment, the the Old Testament high priest would have the names of the tribes on his breastplate carried into the presence of God. I'm telling you, Jesus is carrying your name into the presence of God today. And at the end of time, where will we be? We will be carried on his shoulders, on his strength and merit alone, into the family room of heaven, into the throne room of Almighty God. Friend, you are lost, but you are loved. And what else do we learn from this parable? That we all need the Lord, every one of us. Every person who's never been saved, you need Jesus today. Uh, maybe you have been saved, but you've wandered from God, that rebel heart you followed. Instead of following your good shepherd, I want you to know Jesus is after you, goodness and mercy following you all the days of your life. And no matter who you are, you need the Lord. And so there is in this story an Old Testament picture and a New Testament parable, but there is one final plea. What is the final plea? It's come home, come home. Today you ought to look at the last page of your Bible, Revelation twenty-two, verse number seventeen. The last page of the Bible ends with this: "Of the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that hear us say, Come, and let him that is athirst come and take of the water of life freely." It all ends with the Lord standing with Nail-pierced hands open wide, his arms wide open, saying, Come home. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling. Come home to your good shepherd today. The only time in Scripture when God is in a hurry
0: is when he is pursuing sinners. Thank God for his heart for us, and may many more sinners come home to him. Each week, Scott works to provide helpful resources for you And one of those resources is his weekly devotional articles on a wide array of subjects from helps to the family, current events and trends, daily Christian living, and much more. Be sure to visit enjoyingthejourney.org and subscribe to the newsletter so that these helpful resources will come straight to your inbox. We are grateful to have you join us each week. And may God bless you today as you enjoy the journey.